At bedtime, a little boy said, Mommy, wrap me up like a Dorito. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. The other day I was cruising along right around the speed limit, of course, listening to a favorite Chris Rice song, Questions for Heaven. Chris muses about things he'd like to ask God once he reaches the pearly gates, like, why did you bother with so many stars? Do you ever play tricks on the angels? And what happened to all of those dinosaurs? Where's the Garden of Eden and what causes deja vu? It got me thinking, what questions would I ask when I see God face to face? Truth is, I will be flat on my face before him in complete awe that he could love a guy like me. But perhaps 10,000 years later, I'll ask, did you smile when you created us? I mean, with hair in our ears and our noses. And what's with mosquitoes and lost socks and my appendix? Did Adam have a belly button? Did Jesus snore? Did any of my jokes make you laugh? My daughter is a young mom. Perhaps she'll ask, did baby Jesus wake up every two hours to nurse? Did he scream half the night? Did toddler Jesus ever throw a temper tantrum or break things? Was he a picky eater? Or perhaps we'll voice serious questions too. What's the deal with pain? Why do good things happen to bad people and bad things to good people? Why didn't you stop evil people from doing evil things or intervene in our darkest moments? Questions. I'm sure you have them too. The older I get, the more I'm aware that we won't find certain answers on this side of eternity. And I'm grateful God has answered the questions he wanted answered. Here are just three. Number one, who are we? The Bible wastes no time answering this question. Genesis 1 tells us, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God he created them, male and female he created them. We are made in the image of eternal God, in His likeness, with purpose, value, dignity, and worth, created to reflect His glory into the world around us. Number two, why are things so busted? Genesis 3 tells us that the first man and woman broke the only rule God gave them. Since that day, mankind has been in sinful rebellion against God. This rings true. We all fall short. We try to do things our way rather than reflect the nature of God as we were designed to do. All have sinned, and by sin, death entered the world. We're broken. Number three, how do things get fixed? Romans 5.8 says, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God so loved the world, says John 3.16, that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus, God's Son, lived the perfect life we could not live and died the death we deserved to die. He was buried and rose from the dead, conquering sin, Satan, and death. By believing in Jesus, our sin is forgiven. We are given a new life, adopted into God's family, and promised an eternal home in heaven. With so many friends there already, I tell you, it's looking sweeter all the time. And maybe when we get there, in that place where the Bible promises there is fullness of joy, God will answer our questions. Most won't matter. Like, why do we have tonsils? And what's the purpose of cats? <laughs> but until that day, we can rest in the knowledge that even though things look broken now, one day everything will be made right. So go ahead and save those questions for heaven.
Did you know that the Ministry of Laugh Again is funded almost exclusively by its generous listeners? And one of the most impactful ways you can support Laugh Again is by joining the Friends of Laugh Again monthly partner program. By committing to a monthly gift, you'll help amplify these messages of hope and joy to hearts and homes that so desperately need them. To learn more about becoming a monthly partner, visit laughagain.org. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.